Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. we got a lot of ground to cover today. By the way, Biden stumbled yet now a third time, uh, the second time in two weeks trying to board Air Force One. Uh, but he's in great, uh, uh, incredible shape, according to his doctor. He, you know, uh, it's hard for us to keep up with him. He's so he's so big and strong. Even Joe Rogan saying that this guy's mentally checked out and gone, slamming the the sideshow of uh, Biden's cabinet. You know, now it, it seems like they're just sending out Jill Biden, uh, his wife, to do the talking for him, saying, "How many times does Joe have to say he's running again?" Now she's praising Biden's energy level. How many 30-year-olds can fly to Poland, hop on a train to Ukraine? Um, every single 30-year-old? I mean, the amount of, Linda, compare that to the amount of travel over the years that I have done. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Is it's unbelievable. To, yeah, first lady praising Biden's energy level. How many 30-year-olds can fly to Poland Hop on a train to Ukraine. <laughs> He's flying in a private jet. It's called Air Force One. Most people have to go through TSA. You stand online. You take off your shoes. You know, you, you check in your bags. You wait, you wait, you wait. Then you get a delay. And then you're three hours on the tarmac. And then maybe if you're lucky, then maybe the plane takes off for Poland. You got to be kidding me. Uh, the establishment mob media highlight Joe's age. And clearly, Jill Biden has been sent out there to, you know, calm the waters and the fear that is out there. Uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre says there are still no plans, by the way, for Joe to visit East Palestine. You know, if it's not Delaware and it's not Pennsylvania and it's 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 probably not going to happen. Joe does as little traveling as as possible. 
Uh, later on, we'll play for you Kamala Harris telling a childhood story. She says that she asked her mom why conservatives are bad. Maybe I'll play it now. I'll play it again later, too, in case you miss it. She's asking her mom why conservatives are bad. And, of course, as with almost every comment she makes, there's a lot of giggling. In fact, I'm going to share with you a very simple story, which is that I went home one day and I said, well, what's, why are conservatives bad, Mommy? Because I thought we were supposed to conserve things. <laughs> I couldn't reconcile it. Now I can. <laughs> And then this is Kamala Harris laughing some more. Listen. So, you know, water policy can go in all these different, it, it flows in different directions. <laughs> oh, I have puns on water. <laughs> wow. What is, what is that laughing? What was the thing? Oh, what, don't forget the Venn diagram one. We can pull that one out too. I, 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 I think now we're understanding why. Democrats are scared to death that she's still going to be on the ticket. When the New York Times has a columnist writing an article about how maybe, you know, maybe the the Democrats uh, ought to pick the vice president, considering Joe's so old, take a page from FDR in 1944. FDR knew he was in very poor health, knew he might likely die in office. So he let the Democratic National Com Committee pick the vice president to give confidence so that that would help with his reelection. Remember last week, it was the Venn diagram that, that your vice president giggled through, loved so much, couldn't stop talking about it. We put a montage together. Here it is. And what we are also seeing is that if you look at, you know, I like Venn diagrams. Okay, so if you look, I do. So let me tell you, um, I love Venn diagrams. I love Venn diagrams. You know the three circles? I love Venn diagrams. You're just cracking up, right? Among the many things that I like, I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> you know the three circles? I love Venn diagrams. I just, like, just throw it into a Venn diagram. I'll tell you everything you need to know about any issues. I love Venn diagrams. Let me just tell you, I really just love Venn diagrams. I love just Venn diagrams. Okay. Just a little special. I really do. I love Venn diagrams. You know, the, the three circles, sometimes there are more. I can't take it. Uh, all of the uh, mishaps of Pete Buttigieg, it looks like uh, more people are willing to throw him over. Uh, this could be the beginning of the end for him. Uh, but most recent uh, debacle of Pothole Pete is he arrived in East Palestine 20 days after the derailment and made one excuse after another. And, of course, was embarrassed into going by President Donald Trump. Uh, now we also had a report earlier in the week that he apparently mentored a mayor that's facing 56 child porn related charges. Uh, I, I I don't hold him accountable for what other people do here, but it but it got a lot of pickup that I saw. Uh, he certainly took a lot of fire for his paid leave during the supply chain crisis. Uh, last spring's airline industry chaos, he had no answers for that. Uh, all the dysfunction continuing into the, the summer with the airlines. Uh, all the Christmas cancellations. You know, he is he is the transportation secretary. Him being out of town during key negotiations between freight rail unions and carriers, uh, that would have been an unmitigated disaster. We came awfully close to that. Uh, so, you know, a lot going on in the administration.
Um, by the way, I told you, um, I know Tucker last night ran a lot of the, the video. I had no idea there was 41,000 hours of footage. But I told you from the beginning, and I'll get into this in the next half hour. I told you from the beginning, this was all a predetermined outcome. This is why Jim Jordan and Jim Banks were thrown off that committee, because they didn't want Republicans asking real questions. You know, now, finally, after it's all said and done, even NBC News and the Capitol Police Chief, I have, I have some new information I'll bring to you in a second about both of them and what they have said and what really, you know, the saddest part of all of this beyond being politicized, and, and this was only an effort to bludgeon Donald Trump at all costs, is that they never came up with any plan to protect our institutions and protect our elected officials and to prevent something like that from ever happening again. Just like they never lifted a finger uh, and, and investigated, even with all the video available, of the people involved in the 574 riots in the summer of, of 2020, you know, with thousands of injured cops pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails, and worse, uh, the dozens of dead Americans, the billions in property damage, you know, of course, you have people like Kamala Harris out there that was, you know, out tweeting a bail fund for people involved after that precinct was burned to the ground in Minneapolis. Uh, we'll get to that in the next half hour. But uh, anyway, the Fed chair is now saying, Jerome Powell, warning that Biden's persistent inflation will force him to raise rates higher and faster. This is not good news. Um, if you think the Biden inflation tax was bad, it's about to get a lot worse. This is the first real telegraph that his policies here to four have not done the job. Uh, Powell just warning the Senate there's going to be two days of hearings today and tomorrow uh, that this persistently high inflation will likely force him to raise rates, quote, higher and faster than planned. I mean, I've, I at one point said you might see double digit interest rates. If you do, this economy comes to a screeching halt uh, and you'll see unemployment numbers uh, go through the roof. Uh, but anyway, from the Congressional Quarterly, hot inflation data is now leading the Fed to raise interest rates to higher levels at an accelerated pace. I mean, I could see a full basis point, you know, increase in the, the next time they raise rates. He said, although inflation has been moderating in recent months, the process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go. It likely will be bumpy, meaning there's no soft landing. And as I mentioned, the latest economic data has come in stronger than expected, which suggests that the ultimate level of interest rates is likely to be higher than previously anticipated if the totality of the data were to indicate that faster tightening is warranted, we would be prepared to increase the pace of rates. So, by the way, the warning, what's the Dow at now, uh, Linda? I don't have it in front of me. Um, all right, the Fed chairs. But anyway, the Dow immediately was down 532 points. I don't know if it's recovered since then. Uh, that was just about a eh, little less than two hours ago, about an hour and 45 minutes ago. S&P was trading 1.4% lower than NASDAQ down a percent. And, you know, the comments indicating that the Fed is, you know, going to raise interest rates, that's going to impact everybody. Look at down 524. Well, that's that's a pretty significant decline. And by the way, a predictable one. Um, I'm beginning to think that 
these economists are, are have been pretty rock solid in their predictions. Remember, it was Lawrence Summers is the one who's been right the whole time. And, you know, he's so much of this is is related to Biden, not only economic policies, but energy policies. You know, the president, you know, wants his cake and his fossil fuels, too. He's trying to weave a narrative uh, that includes a world beyond pumping oil while living in one that is, you know, reliant on oil, gas and coal. When Peter Ducey asked Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday, what's more important to President Biden improving energy security or reducing fossil fuels? She responded he could do both. But, you know, is he going to give in to the climate alarmist cult yet again and not open up this area of drilling that is just rich in oil? Or are we just going to remain dependent on all these countries that hate our guts, guts for the lifeblood of our economy? The housing market cools. I mean, we, we got up to 7% 30-year fixed rate mortgages. You know, now if we're talking about more increases in interest rates, you know, what is it going to be, 8%, 9%? There won't be nobody's going to give up their three percent mortgage and move. They're not going to budge. There's not going to be any you know building of new homes because people are not going to be able to afford them at that high an interest rate. You know the money that you thought you had in equity in your home is going to deteriorate and slip right out of your hands. It's just sad. New survey showing a majority of you, the American people, more worried about inflation than taxes. Uh. The Fox News article on this Alaska project, I mentioned it yesterday, mentioned it today, too. Now, Governor Perry, who served as President Trump's energy secretary, said that, you know, defying the new Green Deal uh, climate alarmist cult, which is the Democratic Party in favor of union labor, would be a boom for Biden. If you want to look look at it straight up numbers for a political election, that's twenty five hundred construction jobs with the Willow Project in, in in Alaska, those are union jobs. They're large, and union men and women across the country are watching and saying, we want those jobs. If Biden wants those union jobs to get him reelected, anyway, do the simple math. But on the other side of it, he's got the climate alarmist cult saying, uh, yeah, no, we don't want to do that. Do you know if we had finished the ANWR, the Keystone XL pipeline, it would have been done by now. We'd be importing 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil a day. I may not be the biggest fan of little Justin, but he, he's an ally of ours. And you know what? 900,000. And we're talking about, you know, thousands of high-paying career jobs just halted. And simultaneously, what did he do? He gave Vladimir Putin a waiver. Uh, it's unbelievable. By the way, the war against companies, Gavin Newsom is now saying California will cut ties with all green Walgreens because of their position on the abortion pill. What do you mean cut ties? He, th he said Gavin Newsom threatened any company that cowers to right wing extremists. What does that mean? You're not going to let them open a store. You're going to you're going to shut down stores. Michael Moore demanding a nationwide boycott of Walgreens for not selling the abortion pill. By the way, my understanding is it's only in certain areas. All right, as we roll along, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, so now more than a third of Biden voters in 2020 do not want him to run. 
Uh, there's a reason why we're hearing the names Al Gore and Hillary Clinton. I mean, that's how pathetic it is. Uh, anyway, at a low-profile event in New Hampshire last week, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. announced his interest in running for president. Marianne Williamson apparently is running for president. That's not going very far. Uh, and then there's, you know, the usual talk. I don't know why this always comes up. There's never been a moment Michelle Obama's ever indicated one time that she's interested in running for president. Uh, anyway, Democrats say Michelle Obama has the it factor that, that could win in 2024. It, what's really happening here is every Democrat sees what we've been saying that nobody else wants to say. And that is that your president is weak frail a cognitive mess and it's 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 getting worse every day and he's doing a horrible job on top of it by the way jim comer of the house government reform oversight committee they're holding eight hearings on the biden administration in eight days the first on the covid origins uh the uh, next one on the border crisis the second on the de depletion of our strategic petroleum reserve uh, the border hearing will feature testimony from Border Patrol agents, etc. Uh, they will examine the role of the Office of uh, Personnel Management, the government's largest employer for waste, fraud and abuse. Uh, they expect the Small Business Administration, Department of Labor, set to testify on Friday. The committee is set to investigate the Biden family after allegations. The Treasury Department is stonewalling the GOP probe. Everybody is stonewalling. Nobody wants to hand over a thing to Jim Jordan or Jim Comer's committee. We'll get to the bottom of it. Stay with us. Breaking news all afternoon. When you get off work, be sure to check in first for everything you missed during the day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, by the way, thanks to all things my pillow, I fall asleep faster. I stay asleep longer. These products simply work, starting with the original MyPillow, now 20 years old. Now they've created even a better pillow, MyPillow 2.0. Now, MyPillow 2.0 has the same patented adjustable fill as the original MyPillow, but they now have... What is a brand new exclusive fabric that is made with a temperature regulating thread. Now, that is the softest, smoothest, coolest pillow you ever will own. Uh, what does that mean? You ever wake up in the middle of the night tossing, turning, and you flip your pillow over to get to the cool side of the pillow? Yeah, with this temperature regulating technology, uh, guess what? It's cool all night long, uh, which makes my pillow 2.0 that much better. And right now, if you go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square. If you buy one MyPillow 2.0, you get another one absolutely free. Or you can call and mention my name, 800-919-6090. Uh, and that same offer exists. They have other deep discounts on other great MyPillow products. Uh, anyway, you're going to love this new technology. 10-year warranty, 60-day unconditional money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, and that sleep you've been wanting and needing and craving and desiring and deserve will be yours. Um, I noticed my colleague and friend Tucker Carlson came out with a report last night, 41,000 hours of footage uh, as it relates to January 6th. What have I said up to this point about January 6th? What did I say about this committee? They had a predetermined outcome. The whole thing was predetermined. 
Uh, what else did I say? I had said, why are they interested in one riot, but there's no committee hearing on the 574 riots in the summer of 2020? Or people like Kamala Harris that were tweeting out, you know, the the connection to a, a bail fund for people involved after the, the police precinct burned down in Minneapolis. You know, nobody was held accountable. Democrats, they, you know, the media mob, uh, you know, my favorite pictures were, you know, the, the city that they were covering would be on fire. And then you'd have reporters saying, mostly very peaceful tonight. I'm like, are you, can you turn your head, look behind you? It was insanity. There was no research into that. There's plenty of videotape that would convict people that were violent, people that were pelting cops with bricks and rocks and bottles and Molotov cocktails. You know, we had dozens of, of dead Americans, thousands of injured cops, billions in property damage. It's unbelievable. And a lot that has come out and, you know, they, they had their predetermined outcome. They showed their edited videos. And meanwhile, all this other footage was available that they purposely did not show the American people. Uh, which, by the way, is is now being made public. Uh, and a lot of people rightly are responding to it. Now, by the way, forget about Sean Hannity and what Sean Hannity thinks. Let's listen to NBC News. because, And by the way, they never showed Donald Trump saying, many of you will now peacefully, peacefully, patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices can be heard. But listen to this report. Now, while the and the final report downplayed what was clearly massive security failures. In other words, we now know and have found out that our intelligence services did their job and have been warning for weeks that there likely would be trouble. Listen to this NBC News report. Now to our NBC News exclusive. The January 6th committee's final report was more than 800 pages. But some material did not make the cut, including much of its findings on the failures of federal law enforcement leading up to the attack. Here's Ken Delanian. The images of the attack on the Capitol stunned America and the world. And tonight, in an exclusive interview, the chief investigator of the January 6th committee says the government could have prevented it. Had law enforcement agencies acted on the available intelligence, do you believe the attack on the Capitol could have been successfully repelled? I think it would have been a lot different had law enforcement taken a more assertive, protective posture. The intel in advance was pretty specific, and it was enough, in our view, for law enforcement to have done a better job operationalizing a secure perimeter. To you, he said, he understands. The vice president has no role. Yes. Okay. Former federal prosecutor Tim Hafey conducted most of the big interviews for the committee's public hearings. Law enforcement had a, a very direct role in contributing to really the failures, the security failures that led to the violence. People familiar with the committee's work tell NBC News members downplayed that finding because they wanted to keep the focus on former President Trump. Committee members dispute that. Hafey would not discuss internal deliberations. Was this an intelligence failure? It was not an intelligence failure. We just had protests. circle breach the line. We need backup. Hafey says the committee found the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, and other agencies did not act on the intelligence they had, including this online threat forwarded to Capitol Police January 5th, calling on thousands to go to Washington and help storm the Capitol. 
In a statement to NBC News, the FBI said it sent all the intelligence it had to the Capitol Police. DHS and Capitol Police say they've taken steps to make sure threat intelligence is better analyzed and shared. So, as I had said at the time and was right about, uh, this was a political exercise. They had a predetermined outcome. And here's the shame of it all. is, And we were live on the air during uh, January 6th, condemning what we were witnessing at the time, because... We can't have that in this country. We've got to protect our institutions. We've got to protect all elected officials. It's fundamental. It's basic. Nobody's ever come out with a report how to prevent something like this from ever happening again. I, I have my solution. Not, nobody ever listens to me anyway. I would build a perimeter around the Capitol using, you know, those cement blocks so you can't take a car or a truck and, and drive through it. And then probably put up like a wrought iron, really nice looking fence. It doesn't have to be ugly like the one they have in front of the White House. If you've ever been to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, you know, very, very hard for, you know, one person to even climb over that. Um, have enough security personnel that if somebody does try you, they're instantly notified. Um, and and you would be able to protect the Capitol. We've got to protect all institutions and elected officials. That's nobody, but they never, they never cared about that part. There is a reason why Jim Jordan and Jim Banks were not allowed on that committee. And at that point, you know, I don't blame Kevin McCarthy one bit for saying, "Well, what is the point here? You don't want, you don't want to hear another point of view. You don't want." But when NBC News is reporting that federal law enforcement could have prevented. The riots, if had they acted on the intelligence that they had, very specific intelligence in the days and weeks leading up to that, that is big news. That is not small news. Now, listen to what you just heard here. You know, they concluded the FBI and other federal security agencies could have prevented the Capitol riot had they acted on what was voluminous amounts of intelligence collected beforehand, according to the chief investigator at NBC News. They could have done a lot more to repel this mob. They should have been prepared for this. Former federal prosecutor, a guy by the name of Tim uh, Eapthe, the committee's chief investigative counsel, what happened at the Capitol, also affected uh, by the law enforcement failures to operationalize the ample intelligence that was present before January 6th uh, about the threats of, of violence. Law enforcement had a very direct role in contributing to the security failures that led to the violence, quote, unquote, he said. He said there were a lot of advanced intelligence about law enforcement, about carrying weapons, about the vulnerability of the Capitol. Remember, we had had reports about people pre-positioning things around the Capitol. He goes on and says the intel in advance was pretty specific, and it was enough in our view for law enforcement to have done a better job. Goes on, investigators per Heapy. I don't know how to say his name. H e a p h y. He said the Capitol Police failed to deploy enough force to defend the building, but the FBI, DHS, federal agencies charged with collecting intelligence about domestic extremists didn't do enough to sound the alarm about the threat. The FBI and DHS were too cautious about exploiting quote open source intelligence gleaned from social media out of misplaced concern about, quote, free speech violations. It goes on that the FBI and DHS made a crucial error by not pu publishing a joint intelligence bulletin about the threats that they were seeing, which might have prompted a more robust defense of the Capitol. 
Also, he adds that there was confusion about which federal agency was in charge, hampering the response once the Capitol was breached. He goes on and he says there's no question that this was relatively unprecedented, but that said, there was plenty of indications that there would be violence and law enforcement could have and should have done a better job anticipating that. A tipster had tried to warn ahead of time, quote, they think they will have a large enough group to march into D.C. armed and will outnumber the police so they can't be stopped. And it goes on from there. Now, now let's listen to the Capitol Police Chief. Um, remember, initially, he didn't feel that the intelligence was warranted calling up the National Guard. But then a couple of days later, he changed his mind based on new intelligence. And this is what he said in an interview on JustTheNews.com. I believe it's 934 in the morning when I first went and asked for it uh, and was denied because of the concern for uh, for optics to look at the National Guard. First one I asked Paul Irving for the National Guard. He used the term optics. And what's interesting is I'm on the phone with the Pentagon at 934 begging for the National Guard to deploy to assist my men and women. And um, uh, Lieutenant General Fli uh, Piot is using the term concern for the optics. I'll never forget it. Quote, I'm concerned of the optics of the military standing in line with the Capitol in the background. So here they are both using the exact same term. I, I, I point that out in the book that I really don't find a coincidence in that. I tend to wonder, you know, what communications went on outside um, my, my knowledge. But um, there is a concern for optics that is over the concern for my men and women being beaten, which is being shown on national TV, which I have no doubt they're watching in the Pentagon. Now, if you go to the Washington Post, January 10th, 2021, quote, outgoing Capitol Police Chief, uh, said, quote, House Senate security officials were hamstrung in their efforts to call in the National Guard. It goes on. Two days before Congress was set to formalize President-elect Joe Biden's victory, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sun was growing increasingly worried. Sun asked the House and Senate security officials for permission to request that the D.C. National Guard be placed on standby in case he needed a quick backup, but it was turned down the Sunday before it happened. The House Sergeant at Arms, Paul Irving, said he wasn't comfortable with the optics of formally declaring an emergency ahead of the demonstration. It was now the first of six separate occasions where Sun's request for guard help was rejected or delayed. During the riot, Sun said he pleaded for help five more times as a scene far more dire than he had ever imagined was unfolding. Quote, if we would have had the National Guard, we could have held them at bay longer until more officers from our partner agencies could arrive. I'm making an urgent, ur an urgent, two words, urgent, urgent, immediate request for the National Guard. He said, I've got to get boots on the ground. He said the situation is dire. And then the chief of staff of the D.C. Mayor, Muriel Bowser, said, quote, literally, this guy is on the phone. I mean, he's crying out for help. It's burned in my memories. And despite the the Capitol Police Chief's son's pleas, the first National Guard personnel didn't arrive until 5.40 p.m. Bowser told the Washington Post son had made it perfectly clear they needed extraordinary help, including the Guard. There was some concern for the Army, uh, what it would look like to have armed personnel on the grounds of the Capitol. And then Muriel Bowser, this too, this was published, uh, you know, and, and we had confirmed it in previous interviews. Uh, had coordinated with federal players, the U.S. Park Police, Capitol Police, Secret Service, etc. Uh, and anyway, in writing, she had denied uh, the request. 
The District of Columbia is not requesting other federal law enforcement personnel and discourages any additional deployment without immediate notification to and consultation with the MPD if such plans, Metropolitan Police Department, uh, are underway. That's a lot there. In other words, I, I, I got it. They got their pound of flesh. They, they bludgeoned Donald Trump. That was part of their goal. But what have they done to make the Capitol more secure? All elected officials, Republican, Democrat, everybody's safer. Make it make it so this could never happen again. They, didn't, they never got there because they had a predetermined outcome. I mean, all of that, it's just, it's just sad. Because, you know, even now, at this late hour, this late date, they should be preparing plans to protect all of our institutions, just like they did in the summer of 2020. Remember the courthouse in Portland being attacked nightly for crying out loud as people try to put the, you know, burn that place to the ground. You think of all the violence, the thousands of injured cops, the billions in property damage, dozens of dead Americans, 574 riots, but they were mostly peaceful. That's what Democrats told us. No investigation at all whatsoever. You know, do you believe in law and order and safety and security? So you, people can pursue happiness or not. Because without it, you, you can't. And that should be for every American in every town in every city. That's why I'm against defund, dismantle, no bail laws. 800-941-SHAWN, our number if you want to be part of the program. Rand Paul is next. Uh, wow, is he, uh, he is pissed off at the new developments on the origins of COVID. We'll get to him straight ahead. Last year was the biggest baby saving year in history. Uh, pre-born clinics, they don't get a penny from the federal government, saw over 154,000 babies being saved. That's a lot. And what they're using is the science of ultrasound. And when expecting mothers, they, they get to see 4D ultrasounds and fingers and toes and, and facial features and hear the heartbeat of their children. You know what? They tend to choose life at, at much, much higher percentages. Now, if you're pro-life, you believe in the sanctity of life, they, you know, it costs $28 for every one of these ultrasounds. They need your help to continue this good work. Now, you can dial pound 250 on your cell, say the keyword baby, and donate that way. Pound 250, keyword baby, or visit their website. Uh, I'll visit it myself. Anyway, it's preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean for the group Preborn. With uh, Jerome Powell indicating more increases in interest rates, Dow is down 568. Not a good day for the Dow. Um, I Look, I told my guy, and I'm not giving you financial advice, limit my exposure as much as possible because I don't trust the market. You know, right now, what can you get a treasury for? Even a short-term one year, I think you got like 4%, maybe even over 4%. Um, that's not bad in this environment. Um and it's a safe investment. Anyway, uh, we got a lot coming up. When we come back, Senator and Dr. Rand Paul of Kentucky will talk about the origins of uh, COVID and his battles with Anthony Fauci and how Fauci very early on knew a lot more than he indicated and even was involved in editing a paper that he ended up citing. Uh, we'll also check in. You know, we had two Americans murdered outside of Brownsville, Texas, in Mexico. Four people taken hostage. Thank God two of them now apparently are safe. We'll get to that as well as we continue. And your calls 800 941 Sean. 
Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off.